Hello, everyone. Happy Saturday. It is me, Victoria Baxter of the Saved and Single Ministry and New Thing Life Coaching. And what I wanted to talk about today is being unequally yoked. Exactly what does that mean? It's something that we talk about a lot. It's something that we often use, and especially for those that talk about getting married and how you need to be equally yoked together. But what does it mean to be equally yoked? Exactly what is a yoke? If you look at the definition, a yoke is actually, it's a, it's a wooden piece. It's like a bar that's fastened over the necks of two animals and it's attached to the plow or the cart that they are to carry. When you look back in the Bible, more than anything, it's a little bit more familiar if you have a yoke being a bar that's joining two oxen together or, you know, joining the, um, the two oxen to each other and to the burden that they pull together. So if It was unequally yoked. It was a team that had one stronger ox and one that was weaker. Maybe one was taller and one was shorter. One was, you know, stronger. One was weaker. One was bigger. One was smaller. Whatever the case might be, the weaker or the shorter ox would walk more slowly, causing the other one carrying the load to kind of go in different directions, right? So 2 Corinthians 6.14, when you look at the new um, international version, it says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can light have with darkness? Be not unequally yoked. All in all, what Paul is telling us here in this scripture is that as believers, We are set apart. We are not to be connected to anyone that does not believe. That term is actually referred to as um, as something for business relationships, even though it's something that we use a lot when it comes to marriages. But let's keep in mind the same thing can be applied even in that situation. You cannot be yoked with someone that does not believe. As believers, again, we are set apart. We are not of the world. We are children of the most high God. We have a higher calling. We are a royal priesthood and we have a certain order in which we do things. We do things in a way that causes us to walk in obedience and actually fulfill our calling, fulfill our purpose and to walk in his way and his light and his will and his plan for us. Those that are not believers, they don't believe that way. They live by the way of the world. They do whatever it is that they want to do. So how is it that two can join together if they have different beliefs? How are you able to do business with someone that does not share the same beliefs as you? I can say that when I actually started out, you know, like with the coaching business and everything like that, um, I, I wanted to get a little bit of help because I was going into a new season. I was transitioning to something different. So I was thinking, okay, well, let me find someone who can help me along the path. And I started looking at other, you know, business coaches and stuff like that, but They were not Christians. Their methods did not fit with what the Bible tells me to do. They didn't understand about, you know, reaping what you sow and, you know, and working hard at everything you do as if you're working for the Lord. Those things didn't mean anything to them. And me being a woman of faith and wanting my businesses to actually be of faith and being led by godly principles, those people could not help me. It just so happened that uh, recently someone that I've been wanting to work with actually started to once again do a coaching program for Christian entrepreneurs. And it has been the best experience I've ever established in my life because she doesn't portray to just be a Christian. She's truly a Christian. She gives biblical principles. She gives sound principles. She shows what the scripture says as far as business and how Jesus actually wants us to succeed and prosper. 
Now, when you look at marriage as well, marriage, yes, it, it, it's a beautiful thing and it's, you know, love and all that's fine and dandy. But marriage is a lot of a business arrangement. Too. And um, let me not say business arrangement, but it's still a partnership. Let's say that. And it's two people that are coming together and you have a job to do. It is your job to take care of that household. It is your job to actually raise those children. It is your job to hold each other accountable to Christ. Marriage is only for us when we are here on earth. And the sole purpose is to have two people that are accountable, being held accountable to each other to get us to our final destination. And as believers, we know what that final destination is. So it's impossible for us to think that we can actually join into marriage, join into business, join into anything with someone that does not believe. That is a disaster waiting to happen. That is tragedy waiting to happen. I coach single Christian women, obviously, and it's always been amazing to me that there are some women that are willing to be okay with the fact that their husband might not be a believer. That should be a standard for a Christian woman that is desiring to get married because we know that God created marriage. We know that God owns the copyright to marriage. We know that marriage is whatever God says it is going to be. We don't have the right to make it into what we want it to be. And marriage says that it is a man and a woman, two believers, and we have a man that is fully submitted to God. We have a woman that is submitted to that man. We have that man who is saying, I am going to love my wife in the way that Christ Christ loves the church and together they are going to raise those children. It goes God, husband, wife, children in that order. God, husband, wife, children. I know we don't like to hear that. We don't want to believe it. And some people say, no, a man will never become before my kids. And, you know, a real man wouldn't even want that to happen. Well, that's you trying to change the copyright to something that you didn't create. And you're not allowed to do that. And furthermore, there is no reason why as a Christian woman that desires marriage, something that God created, that you should ever think it is okay to marry someone who does not believe in God, the father, Christ, the son, and the Holy Spirit. That's a three in one deal. That's a package deal. You know, that is the Holy Trinity. And that is the epitome of what Christianity is about. So you cannot afford to be unequally yoked. When I do my coaching with my single women and especially those that do the breakout session, we create that PSP list. We look at preferences, standards and potential. And we know that the standard first and foremost should be that he is a believer. He is a believer in our God. He is a believer in Jesus Christ. He knows that the Holy Spirit isn't some creepy ghost, but an actual person and a spirit that is tied to Christ and God. You cannot afford to be unequally yoked in any aspect. Now, let me clarify this before I take off. Some people think, oh, does that mean I can't be friends with someone who doesn't believe? How does that work? We have to keep in mind that Jesus went out of his way to reach and to minister and to show himself to messy people, to sinners, to those who maybe even didn't believe. He, he revealed himself to those people. It doesn't mean that you have to be friends with someone because you have to be mindful of anyone that might cause you to stray. But we are called to share the good news. We are called to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you have to be mindful connecting with anyone that does not share your beliefs that might try to pull you in a different direction. Be not unequally yoked. I cannot stress that enough. 
But God bless you all, and I pray that you have a fantastic Saturday. Thank you for tuning into the Sassy Saturday special. Hey, learn more about me and this ministry at www.thejalministry.com. Click on Saved and Single. You can even subscribe to the site. Also, for coaching, visit newthinglifecoaching.com. That's www.newthinglifecoaching.com. For my ladies that are single and frustrated, click on services and subscribe to the single and frustrated line. And I will continue to feed you and help you when it comes to this single season to make sure that you're okay. You don't have to be frustrated. I know that you are and that's fine, but let's look at ways to handle that. Let's do things together by subscribing to that. You also get access to the 10 wrong ways to get a man. That's right. I launched 10 wrong ways to get a man free of charge coaching just for you because the two questions I get asked more than anything by women, why am I still single and what am I doing wrong? So when you subscribe, you actually get that information and you learn exactly what it is that you are doing wrong. God bless you all. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.